Need a new set of optics? For more than a decade, Riton Optics has been providing optic solutions for hunters and shooters of all types and disciplines. Check out their Primal line for those products geared more towards us hunters. From binoculars and spotting scopes to your basic 3-9 to nine scopes and longer range crossover models, the Primal line from Riton was made for hunters. Learn more at RitonOptics.com. That's Riton, R-I-T-O-N, Optics.com. This is the OKS Hunter Podcast. Never pass on shooter bucks. That's just me, the freezer. It's your tag. You hunt how you want. This is OKS Hunter. Hey, wow, this is loud. Hey, <laughs> welcome back to the podcast. Which one is it? I don't know. I've got a whole network of them. I can't keep anything straight anymore. This is the OKS Hunter podcast coming at you from Oconomowoc. Oh, from all, Oconomowoc. All rocking the orange tonight? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> ah, there it is. Anyway. How did you do that? I don't know. It does it. Stop doing that to me. <laughs> Anywho, well, yeah, welcome to the show. Blaze Orange to represent. I saw you, Greg walked in with one. You had yours on, so I was like, well, I gotta grab mine because it's still gun season. It's a nine day season here in Wisconsin. Who knows how many other people are doing gun hunting right now? It's the second week of deer camp, and all the guys are here. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, we're brought to you by Half Rack. I put all my Half Rack stuff to use this last weekend. It was pretty cool. Everyone loved the cooler. Like, whoa, look at this freaking cooler. This thing's freaking huge. That's pretty neat. You didn't put your deer in there, did you? No, you brought it back. Well, my what? My deer? No, no, I didn't do. I didn't quarter it up. Yeah, that would have. I've never done that. I need to have a, a mentor. For the first time in my Wisconsin hunting career, I witnessed someone quarter their deer, pack it out. Who yeah. did that? Um, <clears throat> two guys who were. They, I witnessed with my own eyes. In our, you literally touched. Your I watched them from afar. <laughs> um, no, uh, opening morning after my dad shot his buck, um, I heard two shots real close. And then watching the edge of the clear cut, two guys popped up and they had finished a deer. They'd shot it through the hardwoods on the other side of the swamp and mm-hmm. trailed it as far back. And then they shot it close to where we were. And then they ended up cutting it up, packing it out. And we dragged ours, and that was a mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Get back here with those backpacks, gentlemen. (laughs) That was a mistake. And that was a dad's deer. It was a pretty hefty deer. It was a big body deer, actually. It was pretty nice. That was a drag I won't forget. That's cool, man. How fun. I just swapped you. Do you see this? Watch this real quick. Ready, set, go. I don't know why I got mirrored like that, but it was tripping me out. I was looking at the screen like, you're over here, but you're over here. I thought it felt a little weird at first. I was like, what? <laughs> like what's what? happening here? Am I living in an alternate universe? <laughs> you might be. Yeah. Ooh, that could be fun. Holy cow. Where uh, our wives actually like us going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're the what best, What a honey. dream. You're the, you need to just keep doing that. No, you've just been slaving away at this dad job too hard. <laughs> get out to the woods. We're not going to have wives when we get off this podcast if they're listening. Oh, we're crying out loud. Spartan Forge saved the day in the middle of the dark. Got turned around as predicted on uh, the opening morning. We were set pretty far back in. I was like, man, I know we weren't lost, 
but we might not have made it to our stands in the dark time. And uh, it's easy to get turned around out there, as you're aware, Greg. You've been there or anywhere, for that matter, especially up in Northwoods where you are. I got turned. Yeah, I didn't get turned around, but like a couple of the other crew ended up like right behind me. I'm like, who is this jackass coming through? It was Mike. My dad had to make a loop back up yeah, to the road and, and restart. He's like, nope, I got turned around. I went back to the road and did yep, it again. Your dad <laughs> even came in right behind me, too. So I had two people like right hot on my trail. I got up my tree and all settled in and all of a sudden I hear crunching. And I hear swearing and then I hear heavy breathing. Well, I had it been Chuck. No, that was, that was Mike. Mike. Yep. Oh yeah. And then like your dad came in. Actually, I think your dad was the first one. I think it was him. Yeah. That would have been him. And then he breathe, heavy breathing. Yeah. Cause I turned my headlamp on and I hear, Oh fuck. And <laughs> he turns around and he, he starts walking the other direction to where he was supposed to set up. And as the crow flies, he was probably a couple hundred yards up a ridge and and through a clear cut or an opening from me and then not 10 minutes later here comes mike doing the same thing which is weird because mike doesn't hunt over there so I don't well know. but he did that morning because yeah. he clearly got way turned around yeah eventually he's got to sit and like all right and that's what he did he just sat down like 50 yards away i'm like what is this jackass doing <laughs> he probably saw another hunter go yeah well, well, I don't know who that is. No, 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 I'm not going any further. Yeah. So I, I kind of pulled the binoculars up and look. I'm like, oh, that's Mike. And then, you know, eventually Mike's just like, eh, I'm getting out of here. And he boogied off. I don't I know where he went. Greg from there. had the good spot on the map, and those guys were just trying to beat you in there. <laughs> <laughs> no, Greg, you're in the wrong spot. You're just over there. Oh, well, what do you do? Keep walking. Anyway, I was glad that you got uh, out of that situation. Joel's like, don't, I think you're going the wrong way. I was like, yeah, let's start with definitely the opposite direction. Do you walk in like with another guy or two not and then kind of split off? Or how do you guys typically but based do Based on how we were doing it this year and where we had set up, we kind of did a little bit walking together. And it's kind of like, oh, I got to this spot where you sit. Now I go to the next. And yep. it's like this like slingshotting effect where you keep recalibrating your brain. You know, okay, I know where we are because I know where your spot is. Now I know which way to kind of go. Yep. Um, but yeah, when it's that dark, it's it's easy to get turned around in the dark like there's no horizon line to get you level set at all but yeah so that was a thing uh what else i don't know log some time on go wild i gotta go log time i keep saying that and then i just don't it feels like i don't want to make it sound negative but like logging time feels like work again <laughs> i'm just gonna i have it all set now i know all the time i have but and then yeah i hunted out of the saddle day day one for quite some time for the most of the morning and after that i I hunted the ground the rest of the time. And Do I, a little still hunting, walking and sitting or what? I eventually ended up at the spot in the pines that I like. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, I'll give this a shot because it, it's anybody's guess. There's so many hunters up there. Deer aren't doing anything normal. Did you see a lot of people in the woods? Uh, a lot of the other guys did coming off the trails and stuff. And I got to the spot and I was telling more stories. I was like, you know what? This feels good. Let's just do this. Let's sit right here. And uh, sure enough, it uh it worked out just fine so somebody nudged one your way yeah well there's a <laughs> i'm gonna hear a, a little bit more about yeah. that <laughs> there's a buck and a doe and they didn't come in pressured at all really they came in just kind of casually and i didn't see the doe at first i only saw the buck so i was like shooting you i don't <laughs> i don't care what's going on. i'm shooting, shooting something <laughs> like and uh yeah I put my crosshairs on them and i had switched ammunition 15 grains heavier thinking it wouldn't make too much of an imp or like a problem yeah mm, questionable choice on my part yeah i killed the deer i got him where i needed to but it took me a couple shots to to get on him but uh, and then i saw a doe coming through and then she got real close 
And at that point I'd already just racked a couple rounds on this buck and I'm feeling, I'm feeling like he's dropped and that's like dead racking another round scope dough. And I was like, what am I doing? What should I kill her? What should, I don't want to drag two deer out and buck and gut two like uh, I'm butchering two. Uh, what am I doing? And then she eventually figured out I was right there and she closed the distance up to like 30 yards. Then, pitched the other direction i still could have got her and i was like you were going full i was red dude i was like honestly i was like that's what it felt like i called a kill mode i was like oh i could really just feel it taking over and coursing through my veins it was pretty wild yeah good for you man that's awesome how far was he on the first shot about 100 yards okay so a little heavier bullet maybe could have dropped a little bit in 100 yards but yeah, I don't. Who knows? Who knows? You man. would know more. About so the spot that not I, much. Fifteen grains. I mean, but they're running hotter powder in those in those uh, rounds. Also, Nozzler runs pretty good powder in their stuff. So probably shouldn't make a it's it shouldn't make that much of a difference. I didn't think yards. it makes that much of a difference. Was my thought because when I was grouping, but, when I sighted in with my other rounds, yeah, didn't have the nozzlers yet. I was putting them in like a you know like a a fist yeah. size punch card at a hundred. I was like. Pfft. Well, at 100, if I even expand out to a paper plate, I should still have a dead deer. Mm-hmm. So, um, eventually, the one that got that that got him put him down is right in the neck. Cool. So, all the meat on that thing is going to be perfect. Nice. No guts. None of that business. <clears throat> Not like this freaking tank swamp donkey. Yeah. Remember, I cooked those steaks up. Were you here when I did that? And how much? How much that stunk? Yeah, I you're like, hey, one, take a like, bite. That and was I, not. Good. I took a bite, a courtesy bite, and terrible. I chewed it. It was terrible. And I swallowed it, but I said, "Do not ever again do that." Just had some like stomach bile. Oh, it did. The whole the whole inside was green. It's terrible. It was. Holly's like, it smells bad in here when you're cooking that. And that had only sat for <laughs> the morning. It it, right? it didn't sit long. It's just you shot and they it rinsed them on the river. <laughs> yeah, literally rinsed them in the river. But it's just the fact that if it sits on there for 20 minutes, that stomach bile, all that acid gets in the meat and in the, in the fats that are around the meat, and it's all over. And it, 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 it gets all sour inside. Yeah. So and this was a young buck, so honestly, it should be extra. Yeah, it's it an eight pointer, right? It's like <laughs> an awesome little like, eight like, pointer. Wait, this thing's got eight points. What the That's hell? So cool. I thought it was like a, I thought it was gonna be like a four pointer for Freak, sure. It's a, yeah, it's a literal basket rack. Eight. Whatever, man. It felt good. My you daughter. Can, you'll is, kill next I, year's trophies today. Yeah, so everyone, yeah a couple people are like. Oh, yeah. That's the old spoon and crock pot. Right there. Yeah, spoon and crock pot. Cup. Hell yeah. yeah. Logan's like, finally, Dad, I get to eat deer. I'm like, well, we have other deer, but she only likes the snack sticks. Mm. So those go quick. We run out fast, and then she's left with nothing because she is not interested in the other types of food probably should have smashed that dough and just sent one of them for pure yeah i'll take the loins <laughs> and, and the rest of snacks right shit ain't cheap man no no it's That's not the, honestly it came down to like a bit of a financial choice and i was like well he's dead over there if i shoot here she's gonna go that way ah. <laughs> feeling pretty lazy typical gun <laughs> And working too yeah. hard for it. And he died right by the road. I was like, this is great. How was the uh, motor running in the morning? Did you boys party on Friday or? Yeah. Yeah. Did uh oh hey, hey everybody, who's in here? We got we got lots of comments from him. I didn't even think about this comments here. Sorry, buddy. Good evening, fellas. I I think you guys are great. Thanks. I think that's Drew. Rifle season in three weeks here. I'm not sure it says Facebook users. He must be in one of the groups. Uh Drew with Oak Tree Dreams. What's nice. going on, guys? Can't believe it's that time of year again. Yes, sir. Uh, Facebook user, Upstate New York. Okay. 
Who's this filthy walrus? Upstate New York. I wonder if that's old Johnny Vajagas. Johnny, is that you? Oh, that'd be interesting. Uh, filthy walrus says, have hunted every day in Langdale County so far. Like those YouTube usernames popping up on the screen. <laughs> I don't know who we're going to get. Who's that? Langlade. That's my neighbor right there. Filthy walrus. Or right next door. We hunt a little Langlade. Oh, no Northern O'Connell yeah. County. So you mm -hmm. know the filthy walrus. When I do rifle hunt, I usually take a frame pack because I tend to go even deeper than normal in the woods so I can pack them out. Nice. Yep. That's pretty cool. Good idea, Zach. What's up, Levi? Just going to finish saying hi to everybody here. Hey, gents. Michael Kreshmer. Mr. Kreshmer. Kreshmer. Yeah, thanks, Craig. Good old Bill. Hey, Bill. Good evening, gentlemen. Thank you, sir. Tony Smith. Happy gun season, guys. Well, there's okay, guys. I'm going to stop doing this here. You guys are. Uh, there's a lot of comments, guys. Take it easy. Take it easy. Too much love. We got, we got, <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> We're getting love bombed. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We got a phone number. You know, you can always call Chill, if you want to jump in. Oh, oh, here's oh, it's Calder. Oh, who's this guy? Died by the road and you didn't get elbow deep in the cave. That's right, Dad. That's right. <laughs> sure, not to pick those good spots. Mm -hmm. Like how his YouTube name is his actual name. That's perfect. Yeah. And your your dad got a dough, right? Congrats, he did. congrats, Chuck. Well yeah, done. Yeah, good job. Good for you. He shot and it died, and then I was gonna go help him try to gut it and drag it. And by the time I got over there, he was all I don't know. Where he, I don't know if he went and got back to his cart or I don't know what he did, but it's all it's all said. Done. Oh yeah, I remember him. He had to fiddle around. He's like, I lost a cotter pin from my cart. I gotta figure this out. Oh, that is the worst. If you got the carts that go together oh, and the yeah. wheels stay on with the cotter pins, cotter pins always pop out of them. All do you gotta your, do is drive right through some grass and it'll pop out. Do yourself a favor. Go to the hardware store, buy twenty cotter pins, <laughs> put them in a bag, and electrical tape them to the handle so you always have extras. No because joke, how man. many times have you? Or time. one breaks when you go over a little rock and those little cheap. Dude, ones. I've whittled, I've whittled down <laughs> a piece of stick, a green, you know, tree branch, and and jammed it in there. We used and to it, just have like it, a, it made it sort of wire, you know, just wire a strand even. of wire, and you just wrap that around the handle because mm -hmm. the wire, you know, yeah, decent wire. enough. It's good enough work. to hold the washer on there if you don't lose the washer. I think we don't have any washers left or no yeah, original after, cotter. Pin. Yeah, after the cotter pin disappears, what follows it? the washer yeah not so good you usually only notice when the wheel falls off yeah and that's 100 yards later maybe if you're lucky <laughs> yeah yeah it's one of those weird things uh, brian do you guys do any good sky dumps lately uh, i thought about brian on saturday actually i thought about the sky dump i did not <laughs> let her rip though brian <laughs> my dad's old. and so actually speaking of sky dumps what do you what do you guys think about pissing out of the tree? It's fine. Big no, or who cares? Super Doesn't, fun. Yeah. Funnest part of a day without deer. <laughs> Woo! Let it rip, tater chip. Some guys are really. My uncle, I think, uh, went bow hunting. He was out bow hunting with us. I wouldn't mm -hmm. say I went with him per se, but he had said it's the first time I pissed out of my tree stand in my entire hunting career. I had to go that bad. I was like, you've never pissed out of your tree. He kills huge deer. So like, if that's one of the things that is like the thing that could be a contributing factor, then I wouldn't piss out of the tree either. But I don't know. As I age up, my bladder's like shrinking or something's happened. I'm like, I gotta go right now. Like, heaven forbid I try to do a task while I have to pee. It's like I can barely fish it out of there quick enough, you know, through those three freaking or four layers. Jeez, those <laughs> like, damn layers. I'm gonna piss myself. But in the saddle, you gotta kind of like pivot. You gotta pivot. Yeah. Spin it. Get, yeah. The, get, the, get your bridge to spin in the, in the yeah, carabiner and you're like, are you hitting the bridge hole or are you hitting the <laughs> no i'm just i'm one i'm one leg off the one leg on the platform other legs dangling and i'm just 
Tilted. <laughs> First world man problems. I try to pee as much as often from the tree because <laughs> that's usually when I see deer. <laughs> it's like, can I'm I gonna go to the restaurant. Like, if I go pee right now, I come back, my food will be here. Yes. So go, you know, yeah. go as much as you can. Yeah. How many times you had a buck show with a, your dick in your hand, you know? Legit one time for sure. <laughs> you had a bush shaker? I think Dave was up hunting by us and I was into this swamp stand and I hadn't seen I anything. I once. Haven't heard a dang thing all day and it's like 12.50. I'm like, that's it. I'm standing up. I hadn't moved. I'd been so careful. Gotta go. Like, I gotta piss. And I'm just in like a real low stand in this little group of evergreens. And I stand up and I start peeing and it's freaking 40 yards away. I was like, God dang it. It comes like a <laughs> fork horn. I'm like, are you joking me? <laughs> All day, nothing. The one time the gun's not in my hands and here comes a freaking fork. Well, the first time I, so the spot I was talking about where I got the deer that I got, I've killed so many deer out of that literal spot. So in fact, 14 years ago, yesterday or whatever it was, I sent a picture of the camera because I was telling about it. And I'm like, look, 14 years ago, here's my Facebook memory. From there? From that spot, you know, like, how fun. Anyway, before I had decided to hunt that spot, when I was scouting around after hunting 14-ish years ago, or maybe 15, something like that, I go over there, sit down. I'm young. I don't really know much about hunting at this point, other than I like to go with my dad, and it's gun season. Wasn't bow hunter yet. Didn't have all the intel that we have nowadays. And I go pee and I left my gun lean on the tree. And sure enough, a, like what appeared to be a giant at that point in time in my life, probably a nice 10 pointer comes up this slope. And it's just, <sighs> you could see the breath like coming up. Like I was like, Bambi's dad. I was like, Oh, holy shit. I was peeing and I didn't have my rifle. Now I'd use my, my, it wasn't, I got my buck. Cause I got my first buck ever with my shotgun the day previous. And it was a spike. Then Sunday, this mega 10, in my opinion, at that time, comes up this ridge, like 15, 20 yards from me. Didn't wow. see me there. I'm just standing there peeing, and it didn't see me. And I was like, <laughs> what do I, what do, I do? The gun? And my, We didn't have the conversation. My dad and I didn't have the, the talk about if I see a big one, can I use your tag kind of thing or you tag, whatever. Like, so I didn't shoot it. And I told him I got in the walk talking, and I was like, just come your way. You know, and he shot and missed. And Someone else happened to have shot a deer in a similar spot. So we blood tracked blood track someone else's deer to a oh, gun no. pile. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Why am I seeing a lung? And my dad's like, wait you a second. This is good. <laughs> he lost like the freaking, lung. Yeah. Here's this intensity. Huge blowout. By the way, we're throwing hand grenades at the rib cage. It's looking real good, you know. His nuts are in a tree. What the hell? <laughs> wow. You're really like, Whoa. Where'd you hit him, Dad? <laughs> But you could imagine <laughs> the blood trail is getting better and better. I'm like, oh, and then that was just like the biggest letdown ever. Oh, it's like gut pile. Kind of get it drizzled or something like that. So it must have like reinvigorated some of the blood we were tracking to make it look or appear more fresh. Yeah. What a bunch of OKS hunters in the woods. Go figure. I uh, Tell not, me about your camp. Not the same situation, but oh, God, I don't remember what deer it was. I was blood trailing a deer that I shot with someone a couple of years ago. And right on the blood trail, all of a sudden, there was a dead deer laying there. And I was like, there's a dead deer here. And they're like, yours? And I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> and along the blood trail, the deer had gone right past just a dead deer that was just laying there, like dead within the last few days. And I was like, what are the odds? So, I mean, so pretty good because they travel similar corridors. What the hell? <laughs> it's like the sniffy buck that Joel found. Yeah. It gets confusing sometimes. Weird events start to happen inside of those moments of the shot. It's always great when you can watch them die, or like not because you're sadistic, but it's just like you know when they went down. <laughs> right. <laughs> Very true. Very true. <clears throat> Craig, I don't know who wants to go next. I don't know. 
farm boy over here or up north? Well, yeah, guy? I got to you, spend you, some time well, with my on. dad. Hold on, though, because you did that scouting video, 45 minutes of you poking around the woods, and From you're the like, Sunday this is before, the spot I'm going to hunt. And that is exactly where I hunted. That's where I dragged my dad back to that spot. So if any of you guys saw the video, that's that's where we went. It worked. He got one. Yeah, we got one. I passed a small buck there. We saw, <laughs> really we saw a bunch of deer, so it was yeah. good. Um, some people in the area that were hunting just north of us did some shooting and the one guy we saw the guy who packed one out got a small buck his first buck in 20 years That's so cool. he was he was pretty excited turns out my dad knew him my dad wow. we heard the shot <clears throat> my dad walked down there just to you know kind of touch base and talk to him and holy crap it's tony powers he's got the like marine uh they fix boats and store boats oh, up yeah, in yeah. townsend right so my dad's known him his whole life holy shit tony it's you and it's like, yeah, i don't know how <laughs> we're gonna get this deer out of here so <laughs> he was with his son too so uh yeah i did that scouting last sunday went to a new area and it just looked awesome tons of deer signs new clear cut and nice thick area to the north where they're kind of coming up into this cut so my dad and i kind of took a weird way in we walked along this lake um the wind was out of the west and when we got out of the truck it was definitely blowing like even in the dark it wasn't still you could feel it so we walked along the lake so our scent was blowing over to this lake yeah. And then we popped up and I was in no hurry. I was like, dad, I don't, I don't even want to poke up into that clear cut until it's light out. Like there's no sense. Especially going if up there. you didn't really have a tree picked out. <clears throat> well, it's... no, I'm like, I'm not going, the deer are going to be out there. Yeah. You're feeding somewhere. It's a huge clear cut. But I was like, yeah. I'm not going out there unless I can shoot. So he's like, let's go. You know, he's used to being in the stand. So am I like, usually we're, we're there early, there when it's, but yeah. I was like, no, like, let's just. What time about were you at that point? Like what time was it? It was probably about. An hour before light, when we were like getting close, I feel like it could have been all right. Like they don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you maybe disagree, it's, but like it's a 50 50 yeah. chance. I mean, if they're I'm right under team, where you're I'm gonna on go, team then yeah, a little bit. you're totally to blowing them in there. Out. Yeah, the deer are standing there, and I can't shoot them. There's no use in walking in and bumping them. So, like, I would rather it be like, like you would have walked into them, not like I'm thinking like, uh, if this is the cut, right? Yep. And you're popping up. Like, at what point can you just set up and, and look over it? But you're saying, like, you just be in it right out of the gate. Like, am I thinking? Well, like you're that? on the edge, but, I mean, yeah. they, they they like that edge. Yeah. Like, yep. That's where they're traveling is yeah. the edge. Not necessarily out in the middle, which there were some out in the middle. Okay. I and mean, we would have been fine, but Dad shot his on the edge. Okay. And that's where I had encountered a buck on that Sunday. So <clears throat> we literally let it get gray light. And then we each, there's, like, a little gully that ran up. And I was like, well, do you want to go up that point? And I'll go up this one. And then the cut's on top. Like just crawl up there and let's just sit. And we got up there and it was just gray light getting light. And all of a sudden I see him get his gun up and he's he saw deer traveling through that I couldn't see from where I was. I mean, it's very it's awesome. There's a lot of terrain. You can be yeah. that close and they can still get through. We're there. like a hundred yards away, looking yeah. at the same thing. He's seeing them, and I'm like, I know there's deer there because I'm watching dad look at his scope. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't see shit. <laughs> I see nothing. Unless you did something really wrong. <laughs> he's he's he, he dad, dad, at that tree. <laughs> dad's tree. No, it's another hunter. No, he saw a couple of deer filter through the middle that were a little bit further, but there's some big bulls out there and stuff. So I think they've been there. And then uh, I told him, I was like, you just work this north edge. We're in the video I thought looked really good when I did the scouting. I was like, you just slowly, you know, find a spot where you can see, sit, and then just work and i'm gonna swing way to the south so i went way to the south and got in a good little spot and i was just sitting on the ground and all of a sudden i heard boom boom two shots pretty close i'm like sweet pretty good pause afterward i was like i think dad's got a buck now this is awesome so i kind of just watching that way i got my gun ready in case something would yeah, you know come fleeing out and uh 
45 seconds later, all of a sudden I see my dad's orange hat. I'm like, he's coming toward me. Like, he must, he must have tried a huge one. He would not really like come and get me. Like, that's really weird. But as he's coming up, I see he's like looking in a different direction. He can obviously see me. I'm like, uh-oh. And I see him like pull his rifle up. I'm like, shit, still up. Like the deer still alive, probably. So I start running down there and I hear him shoot again. And when he shoots, I like get my scope up the direction he's looking and I can see a rack. And I'm like, okay, he's got a buck. It doesn't look like it's moving much. But all of a sudden it like gets up and goes over the next hill. <clears throat> I get down there by my dad and he's moved a little bit. And I'm like, what's going on? And he's like, well, I hit him once. I missed him the other times. I don't know what's going on. He's like, but he's, he's right down there. And I can see him. His head is up. And what had happened is my dad did the same thing in Missouri last week. He's gonna, I think he's shooting low. He should have shot it, but he shot right at the very bottom of the chest. So it's perfectly in line with the legs, but it went through the meat of one leg, cut open the bottom of the brisket, like under the chest, and then basically blew the other leg. Oh yeah. Yeah. Completely. So that deer was not getting around well. There's blood everywhere, but he obviously heard us and he was going. <clears throat> he's like, I need dad to and I both pulled up and I was like, don't shoot. He's not. You know, he's facing away from us. I was just waiting for him to turn a little bit. And then he turned a little bit. And I sent one into his, the shoulder and he just went down right there. But it was like, hey, and then I'm like, you know, he was effort. pissed because it was like not, you know, he's, yeah. he's usually a real good shot. But yeah. like, yeah, you got a buck, you know, and we walked up and he thought it was a little dinker, one and a half year old. I'm like, hey, that turns that's, out you're not a that's a two year old. <laughs> you're not a total loser. <laughs> no, no, but it was a he had a broke G2, but a really nice body on it, big deer. And, um, uh, yeah, I hunted for a couple hours um, after that, and I think it was 11 o'clock. Dad sat up on the hill and was like, I'll gut it and take care of it, and he ended up just going and sitting. It was nice and cold, so I sat for a little while, got down at 11. He was going to the deer right as I was going to the deer. We didn't really plan it. I had no cell service. I'm like, hey, look at this. So I, it was kind of nice because I took Dad to the spot. I ended up gutting the deer for him. Was it that real open area? Like yep. About clear cut? Okay. yep. Right out in the middle of that clear cut is where so it came died. Out of the thick, nasty so stuff you were in. It was on the edge, pretty much where I saw that buck lot the Sunday before. Mm -hmm. It came right on the edge. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was, was really cool to close that to up him. on the hill there, just staring yep. at him. It was almost was the it same that spot. Buck? It could have been. Did you look back at the footage? Maybe? I didn't look back yet, but it was very similar. Interesting. It may, well, I mean, who knows, right? Could have been. But, but. So the buck was on the edge close to where we walked in. Mm -hmm. But as my dad is, you know, chasing him, he goes way up into this clear cut. So we ended up uh, having quite a drag through there. And it wasn't the worst clear cut I've been in, but just still like, you know, oh, a million logs that are yeah. just, yeah. just yeah. causing yeah. friction. You have a lot of work. Caught feeling pretty sore still? Yeah, we pulled him out. We had to pull him across a creek <laughs> through a little lowland swamp but close to the lake. And then um, once I got him up on the hardwood ridge, dad's like, okay, you go back and hunt from here it's easy i'm gonna go grab the cart i'll get him out and i was like okay so then i got back went in my saddle in that spot i really liked in the scouting video and had a spike come out across the marsh came right underneath me it was pretty cool but did not see the big guy yeah yeah but dad got his buck eight pointer so it was cool nice that's awesome successful opening weekend yeah up north man that's hard to my awesome deer. mom hunted at the cabin <laughs> yep she didn't she didn't want to go back there her her sciatic nerves been bugging her mm. when she walks, and it was a pretty decent walk. So she decided to stay at the cabin. She saw a spork, a spork, <laughs> a spork. <laughs> she saw a spork, a spike, and a fork. It's like when they named two bucks. The freaking thing on Toy Story, sporkers, forky. When it's a spork. forky, the kids love forky. Yeah, <laughs> forky asks a question. What the hell that is on? Yeah, my uh, impression there. What do you think of this bourbon? Doesn't it have like a good flavor? That's a, it's very nice. 
wow, I'm really happy with this bourbon. Yeah. I know it's right good. by the drop tonight. Don't get me wrong. I like that. This, this is tastes different. different. Way different. This has like a a flavor profile. It almost has like a like it, you want to be by a by a cozy fire in your cabin drinking this. You this know, it's is worth taking your little things out to. This is very oaky. Taste it. This is like almost like I don't cinnamon, know, spicy, vanilla, tart. like something. There's a spice to it. It doesn't. It, this is like oaky. You know, your classic oaky bourbon, not bourbon. It's. It's really, I think it's very enjoyable. Like when I think of drinking, I don't know. It just makes me want to have like a Christmas moment or something like that, or a holiday moment. I love holiday moments. We're having one right now. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Cheers to your buck. Congrats. Congrats your to your dad. Yeah. We'll get to your dope story. Your, uh... Yeah, so the next morning up north, dad was sleeping in. Well, actually, he went out um, with my mom. But uh, the next morning, I wanted to hunt the north side of that area, but we had gone out that way, dragging the deer. Those other guys had gone out that way. So I ended up coming in off a different road, and there's a logging trail that goes back there. It's a long ways, but it's easy. You drive in a logging road? <clears throat> no. Okay. It's, they got stones Not. across it. Oh. And when I scouted that clear cut, I saw that road. I didn't know exactly where it was, but on the map I found it, mm-hmm. but there was like no human foot tracks on it. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's weird. There was mountain bike tracks, so somebody biked back there, maybe Smart. hunting. I don't know. But uh, the next morning, I got on there, and I think it was just over two miles back to that area. But it's all super easy, just on a trail. And hunted the north side and saw, I think, three does and one small buck close to where I hunted opening. You don't want to take a doe, or you couldn't? You couldn't? No, no doe tags up there. Oh, no doe tags up there. Trying to repopulate the herd a little bit, huh? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Um, before we get to Greg's, we do have a caller. I think it's Ben Plass out of Appleton. Uh-huh. Benjamin. We haven't talked to Ben in a while. Hey, Ben. How you been, Ben? Hey, guys. I'm doing all right. Hey, I heard that, that story that Derek was telling. That was awesome. I think I figured I'd give you guys a call and see how you're doing. Cool. Yeah, Thanks, man. man. Did, we, uh, did we see a picture? Did you take one of your little ones? out or to just dress them up yep. in orange i saw the photo floating around <laughs> yeah yeah my uh my oldest son has been asking about it he, he hadn't really shown that much interest in hunting uh he's a big fisherman um but uh but then the last couple of weeks he's been talking about it uh he found i had downloaded on x on his tablet because you know it's a little bit bigger screen and then i could just see better and he thought that that was some cool wicked awesome <laughs> hunting app that's really that he was cool. going to use in the stand and i'm like dude it's it's a map <laughs> does it show you where the deer but, are uh, at? <laughs> how, how yeah old? well he thought it was real time so we're so we i did bring him uh my in-laws have some land kind of near appleton so we went out there just for the afternoon on sunday it was good we saw we kicked up a deer out of there you know, basically out of their lawn, uh, on our way in. And he's like, Oh, that's my first deer I've seen hunting. I'm like, yeah, that's awesome, buddy. You know, so we had a, we had a pretty good, pretty good time of it. You know, only a couple hours with a six year old, but but it was good. Yeah. That's, uh, um, that's, that's not bad for a six cocoa and stuff like that. So, yeah, so I was able to do that. That was pretty eventful. 
Um, I did miss, so I had an OKS moment. How do you guys shoot left-handed out of your saddles? I got to figure that out. Oh, I have a way. So Joel, who uh, is part of our hunting party, my good buddy, he was on the podcast last, whatever day that was last week. I couldn't tell you, Thursday, I think. Um, I don't know if this is OSHA approved <laughs> or not, but... If you have to say that, it's not. If you, if you <laughs> put your... So you turn around, put your back to the tree. So you're wearing your saddle. You, you have your tether, your, your, your bridge, all that stuff uh, coming to your bridge. You turn your back to the tree, with your feet facing out, and you take your tether and you 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 put it over your, like, like a seatbelt almost. Over your right shoulder. Over your right shoulder oh, in yeah. my case. And then you can just lean forward. And now you can see behind you, which would be normally a total no-fly zone for any shot, unless... You know, in your strong side with your bow, you can get away with that based on how you can lean out with your bow with a gun. It's quite a bit different. And you have recoil and stability that you need to really have locked down. So when you do it that way, you're pretty stable and it can work. Now, that being said, I tried that out on my setup when I was setting up because Joel's like, dude, just turn around, try it out. I was like, oh, this is freaking great. Wow. I was really impressed. Next day. I get it. I give it a try because it, it feels a little uncomfortable to pivot like that and turn around. It's like, oh, this is a little. I mean, the worst that's going to happen, I'm just going to drop and dangle like whoop de do, but it feels scary. Yep. And uh, so I do that. And the way I had the where my knot was, my my Prusik, Prusik knot? Prusik knot. Prusik knot. Yep. On my tether, it must have been just in a spot where it caught. And as I was leaning forward, it was like, it was like coming, like it was giving me slack. <laughs> And I was like, oh, I'm going to fall out of the tree. <laughs> I, like, I wouldn't have. But I was like, about shit my pants. So to, to, to the question earlier about sky dumps, I almost just sky shit my pants. Accidental sky dumps. Yeah, it wouldn't cool. have dumped anywhere. But I, I was like, holy shit. So I grabbed further back above where the knot was on in my tether. And then I was like, nope, we're not doing that today anymore. It's just a de minimis release. <laughs> Anytime you're shaking shit out of your bibs, that's no good. <laughs> so to answer your question, yes, but I would practice it at home on ground level. Yeah. and get comfortable with how that all yeah i've done that together. with the bow but i never thought about it you know i didn't consider that with the rifle so i did i did have a miss uh on opening morning on a little doe you know my standards aren't very high that's hey, you don't right. need to be man <laughs> yeah you're on the right podcast <laughs> but uh <laughs> so i you know after a while i waited afterwards went and checked obviously i knew right where it was it wasn't very far away that i shot and there was you know, no sign of any, anything connecting. So I kind of had my tail between my legs. So I went and just thought about hanging out with my dad for a little while. It's like 11 o'clock, you know, kind of the midday lull, um, go sit with him, shared some of the cookies that my kids made and stuff like that. And we're shooting the shit. And then all of a sudden a doe walks by and I'm like, are you going to shoot that? (laughs) He's like, no. I'm like, well, I am. <laughs> Move over. Cover your ears. Get out of the way. Hold my beer. <laughs> I don't know how many uh, 33-year-old guys are still shooting does with their dads, but I do. Hell yeah. That's I, would. I mean, I would too. I'm like, 100%. <laughs> I actually got down to go by my dad who had just got, I was like, I'm going to go hang on my dad for a little bit. This is fun. But No, that's yeah. cool. Good yeah, story. He moved away. You know, he lives like an hour away from me now. So we don't even ride together anymore. We used to, because we hunt yeah. close enough to home that I just, you know, we don't have a traditional deer camp, unfortunately. But uh, so now we don't even ride together. So I'm like, well, I got to sit with him for a couple hours. Yep. At yep. least. 
you know, get some of that going. So I'm glad you so made that was time. Fun. He, you know, I've shot a lot of deer with my dad, even as an adult. And it brings you right back time. to being a 12 year old kid, man. You shoot a deer with your dad oh, yeah. present. I don't care how old you are. You go right back to those younger moments. And I'm sure he did too. You know, I'm sure he looked yeah. at you and saw a little, a little kid. Out didn't have man. It. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, good thing. You're going to get that and drag it out yourself. Right. Junior. Like I'm going to do it for you. <laughs> pretty much that's cool well hey i gotta get going i just thought i'd give you guys a call and see how things are going and check in so right have a good one good luck the rest of your season I appreciate thanks, it. Buddy. thanks, buddy. From thanks you. for calling take care that was a nice story yeah that's right? cool yeah. still shooting deer i mean that's that's what it's about right it's like that's those, what those memories about. like yeah. those memories right there and i remember and i still do this but sitting with my dad if i'm ever like around him i'm like can't let him hear it first. Can't <laughs> let him see it first. <laughs> That's funny. Because dad always, always, he'd be like, it's going to be a deer coming. Yeah, he's sitting there with his eyes closed. Dad, he's sleeping. No, I'm just listening. You do, so you do hear better when you close your eyes. When, I was, when I was a kid, that, he always used to do that. You know, like after, you know, after like the first hour, he'd just sit there and he'd be like, there's going to be a deer coming out of the swamp. Bullshit. I didn't hear anything. <laughs> Five minutes later, <laughs> There's deer coming out of the swamp. Jesus, this guy's a magician. <laughs> He's conjuring you the spirits when you of the deer guy. When you close your eyes, you're you're hearing. He must pick up a little the bit. Shit out of that thing. Because your body's like, oh, I need to use this sense. <laughs> this sense now. When I'm at, when I have a hard time deciphering where the sound is coming from. Sometimes when my eyes are open, but if I close my eyes, you can then you can like, it. oh, it's right over here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But when my eyes it are heightens, open, heightens the sense. Like, no, that's it's like sensory real... overload with everything going on. Well, the cameraman on. saw the deer first because he was a little <laughs> bit closer to the area where they were coming <laughs> from. Next... And I was like, yeah, Greg's tooting over here. No, no. I was pretty gassy the next day. My stomach was like <laughs> mad at me. I was like, my stomach's like, <laughs> gee, like, I wonder why. I can't hear anything over my damn stomach. <laughs> <the> bush light chips. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> no, you got the Malort poops. Malort. You oh, got. Bad. I saw Malort. that story on Instagram. <laughs> Don't you know why that bottle of shit I had is still one there? Swig of Malort. Somebody put some bathroom cleaner in there and made it taste a little better. <laughs> or they, I, I see it's missing an inch. The weed whacker needed a little bit of fuel, <laughs> so we added some of that. Yeah, that's what it was. We took a shot of it ahead of time on Friday before anyone didn't fill a tag. I was like, I'm drinking it now. I want to get this this bad monkey off my shoulder. If I drink it now, I'm hedging my bets that I'll have more luck. Than if I don't drink it. Is there a good monkey to have on your shoulder? It worked out, man. So now it was a good luck drink. No. Turned from a penalty to good luck. How'd you drag your buck out, by the way? What do you, I did just you grab on the antler. One of the yeah, one of the small antler handles, and I did the uh, the Garrett Prawl. Did you see him <clears throat> using the latitude carbon stick? No. Oh, what do you mean? No, I haven't seen this. Yeah. So I saw like an Instagram story, and Paul oh, was yeah. like, "Yeah, just use your carbon stick and your tether." So I had my tether and. I used that stick. I got it, you know, wrapped with that uh, cell strips. Yeah. I was like, oh, this would be good if dad, you know, I didn't really expect him to help. I don't want him to help. It's hard when you're going over uneven terrain with someone Two else. Two people, because you know you're I mean? almost yeah. fighting each Because it's like, other. and like, you don't know the speed of it. And like, no. I don't want anybody yep. tripping and getting hurt. No. So I was like, this way I can just grab onto that stick and just haul. And it worked really well. So explain it to me. I just took the tether and I did the girth hitch on the deer's neck. Wrapped it around the middle of the carbon stick. Clipped on. Clipped on with my carabiner. Oh. And then, I mean, it what, didn't want to twist. It was just perfect. So you had a nice handle. Grab the stick yeah. and pull. It's still a lot of work, but yeah. When you have a good grip on no, it made, both it was, hands. It made it so easy. Yeah, my, my, drago, my drago was Strong legs. Easy. 
It's always fun when the deer outweighs you by like 20 pounds. They may be small, oh, but they're mighty. Craig, we're going to get to your story next. We got a couple callers in here. That's now. fine. You get to it when you get to it. What do we got here? I'm in no hurry. What do you think of that? I don't know who this is. Doesn't show me on the caller ID. Just hey, you're live on the podcast. Hey, how's it going? It's Greg. I'm from Ohio. Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Greg. How you doing, Greg? From Ohio. Yeah, sir. Hold on here. I'm, I got pretty bad reception here. Let me. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we got you. Bro. Yeah, we hear you. Got a story? Oh, oh. You still there? I think it's Dale. Dale from Ohio. Did we lose you? No, I think. Uh, Poof. Caller gone. We'll see if he comes back on. See the other caller dropped off, so see they don't want to him up. He was just. Uh, Close your eyes, you'll hear him come. <laughs> he said his phone. name was Greg, not Dale. Did he? Oh, it said Dale on the screening. Yeah, My it bad. did not. He said Greg, and I read Dale, but it did read Dale. Maybe, Dale. Maybe, I don't, maybe, maybe it's Greg Dale, guy with two first names. Well, it's the same caller. Call Sometimes it happens. I think it's Adam Hall, uh, my good buddy. Uh, it happens. Hey, you're live on the podcast. We're going to try Dale? this again. Hey, it's Dale. Oh, hey. You were right. It's Dale. Dale, how you doing? Welcome to the show. You're live. What do you hey. got, bud? Hey, bub. Oh, no. I'm just sitting here in my truck. Uh, I'm just here in the field. What are you guys up to today? We're just drinking bourbon, talking about gun deer camp stories, man. You got a story? Oh no! I'm about to create one though. Uh oh! I'm out here just. I'm not. I'm out here just. I'm. I'm with my kid, and I'm just. I'm teaching them how we hunt. I'm out here. I'm out here in Kentucky, just just teaching them. It's a little dark out though, but we can still see them. That sounds. That sounds a little uh, like those warden videos I've been oh, seeing going around. Hey, hey Bob. Hey, hey, hold the hold the uh, hold the spotlight a little <laughs> a little left. <laughs> Tell him to raise his arm. Tell him to raise his arm up a little higher. There we go. I had a boy. Hey, let me give you all a call back here in a bit. Uh, oh, it's still live. Uh, okay, I'll talk to y'all later. Hey, good luck, buddy. That was classic, man. These are well planned. God damn, yeah. those are great. Well, was he done, Greg. Was he just, nail? Dale, was whatever. He, was he slapping like some boards together there? <laughs> or he let a few rip out of the twenty gauge? Oh, Either way, man. it's all good. Congrats to his son, man. <laughs> yeah, you're teaching him to poach well. Hey, Zach, you're live on the podcast. You're better be poaching deer out there. Call from Ohio, saying you're Dude, in Kentucky. I can't top that last call. I'm just <laughs> that awesome. Sorry, I worked out that way, but you better uh, have Ohio. A damn I good mean story. Kentucky. I mean it's dark out. <laughs> yeah, man can't follow that. That was pretty awesome. That's pretty I'm awesome. Jealous. I didn't think of it himself. So I was uh, going to say, did your buddy have that cowboy candy? He so, was excited for it. So he. So by the way, I don't. I have yours, I think, but I'm not positive. But in the flurry of like the kids grabbing my pile of stuff that I was supposed to load up, and oh, is this the can? Venison? Yeah, yeah. So I may or may not have yours still, but I certainly, if I did, didn't bring it. But Joel brought his, and he did what you said. <laughs> so we did the, we did the cream cheese with the candied jalapenos on the cracker, and that shit was like crack cocaine. Is it beautiful? We all had fiery buttholes the next you. day, but it was great. <laughs> That's why the stomach yeah, was growing. Oh, yeah, that's probably right. I forgot I even ate between that. Good. Between that and the malort and all the bush light. <laughs> Sounds like a recipe for fun. Oh yeah. 
I didn't bust out the pepper jack Doritos until the next day. Ooh. You're gonna need more than two slices of paper towel to wipe the rear. Did you get your complimentary roll of toilet paper? I pooped it the verbal both both days in the morning. Well, I would imagine because I was did. drinking I was drinking Swamp Donkey coffee. Just a little tip for all the folks out there: when you're bringing your roll of TP, you pull the cylinder, the paper cylinder out, and you can fold it flat. That really saves some room in well, the old camera. Pack. Our yes. camera guy Cam had. He's like, hey, I tried to bring some dude wipes, but I couldn't buy like one pack. I had to buy in bulk. So he's like, I got like 10 packs of dude wipes. Don't need to wipe their anything. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, sweet, man. Dude wipes for the win. This podcast just went to shit, literally. <laughs> you want to throw a few packs my I way? That's <laughs> all fun. Oh, no. I've been in the Army for years, man. I've used dude wipes more than I've actually showered in a real house. <laughs> That's great. No, good good stuff. No, so congrats going- on your beer, uh, Eric. I just wanted to call and congrats you and. Waiting, uh, and, and uh, Greg got a doe, pretty sure, right? Yes, sir. Uh, a boy, a resident right, doe man. killer over here. Eric, you're up, bud. Yeah, I know. I'm, I tried sneaking out for about an hour and 15 minutes tonight, but to no avail. So I'll I'll figure something out. He's on. Be all right. He's dogging yep. him out of there. He'll figure it out. I have faith. Well, you guys have a good night. Enjoy listening to you. So I'll let y'all go and let somebody else call in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Maybe dude. next time I'll have a cool story like that last guy. I have to come up with something. <laughs> that was uh, that was a, that was a fresh call. Love right the there. imagination. Yes. Yeah. All right, man. We'll talk to you soon. You have a good weekend. Have yes. a good one, We'll chat with yeah. you soon. We got a caller from uh, where is this? Manitowoc, Wisconsin. You're live on the show. What do you got for us? Am I on? You're live. Okay, I got a buck story. I hunt Upper Michigan. And this is opening day of Michigan season, and I have a habit of driving around in the morning and documenting where all the hunters are, where all the trucks are and the campers. This is public land. And then I document the tracks going across the sandy roads of deer, and then I choose a spot to hunt. And I found a spot that I knew that I've uh, scouted in the past, and uh, I thought, well, it's a little early. So I'm going to do some scouting first, and I scouted some ridges. I got back about a mile from the road, or a mile of walking from the road. I decided to come back, and I'm going to go and hunt those tracks. So I get back to the car, and I'm thinking, I got a mobile tree stand. Should I put the stand on, or should I go walk those tracks and try to find a spot? So I'm not even 50 feet from the car, and there's a little curve in the road. And I, I'm looking down at the tracks on the road. And I got a baseball cap on, right? Orange one. And I can't see what's in the road. I'm looking at the tracks. And all of a sudden, I get this feeling. I look up. Here's an eight-point buck looking at me <laughs> 20 yards away, <laughs> standing in the middle of the road. <laughs> and I'm not a gross hunter, so I, I get my gun up and all that. I mean, I was like, I was startled. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> so by the time... I, I finally think, you know, I got to shoot this deer. You know, he's running and he's around the corner. <laughs> it gets better. So now, you know, I I, I, mean, I put, I take videos with my camera and stuff, you know, so I'm, I'm going to walk over there and take a video of his tracks. <laughs> so I walk over there and I'm looking, like, doing the same thing, you know, looking down on the ground. And I get that feeling again. I look up the hill because here it curves and goes up the hill. There he is standing there looking at me. <laughs> I think he I liked you. The gun <laughs> he's 
and off he ran. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. That's good. You were curious. You were... No, I was okay. He was, he was experienced. Yeah, you were curious so about him and his tracks. And he you was... were still hunting. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. He was just as curious about you as you were about him. <laughs> I think so. And then, then, then there's a little bit more to this. Not as interesting, but all those tracks that were across the road. So I go back in my stand as well. I might as well set up here close. Maybe I'll come circle back around or whatever. By the time I'm getting my stuff together, here a truck comes driving. There was no fresh vehicle tracks anywhere. And it, by this time, it's like 1.30, 2 o'clock. And this guy comes roaring past me. And he stops the, cu- stops the truck where I can see it. And he gets out and he starts slamming his door and everything, you know. And uh, so I walk over there by him and he's, he starts walking towards me. And we talk, oh, I got I to gotta stand right in here, he says. He says, um, I've been baiting and I'm I'm gonna get a deer down there today. <laughs> so what am I gonna do, you know? Yeah. So I said, Well, I just chased an eight point buck that way. I says <laughs> And he says, Oh, that's my eight pointer. I've been seeing him. <laughs> that's okay. And uh well, he's been seeing I get me. set up and wasn't even fifteen minutes in the stand. I hear a shot from over there. And I don't know, half an hour later, here he comes roaring <laughs> roaring back to, on the trail. So he must have shot something. Wow. He wouldn't tell me though. Hmm. That's fun. <laughs> fun. Are you getting back out anymore over the next uh, next couple of oh, days? Yeah. Or yeah, good. Good deal. I'm gonna hunt even muzzleloader. Cool. cool. Even late season uh, archery. I'm gonna go cool. as much as I can. Very cool. I'm getting old. I got to get out there now. <laughs> what uh, what area in the UP are you hunting? Escanaba River State Forest. I got a camp in Menominee County. Very cool. cool. Done some hunting in Menominee County actually, myself. That's gonna if I, get, if I get all the glides green and Marinette Menominee, I can beat her in an hour and forty-five minutes. Nice, nice, very nice. It, and yeah. I think you, your name yeah. is—is is it Rick? Yeah. Thanks for the call, Rick. You're How hunting you? a Rick the peasant. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, there it is. Okay. Hey, Rick, congrats saw, to your wife. Yeah, I saw your comment. So yeah, congrats to your wife. But also, I, I didn't put it on the screen because it, it, there too many came by and I, I forgot here. But uh, you said. Make sure you clear a spot of all the leaves when you're pissing out of the tree so it's not as loud. And I think that's a pretty good tip because yes. it can get pretty loud when that starts flowing. <laughs> Am I weird that I always yeah, look for the, the quietest place? Like no, down the should. edge that's, of a tree yeah. or like onto a pine bough? I'm peeing, always like, like seriously, like pee down. <laughs> all I'm thinking is like, pee right down the tree. I yeah. know I'm going to somehow get pissed on myself when I'm coming down <laughs> if I don't do this right. <laughs> right. No, that's cool. Well, good luck with the rest Very of your good. season, Rick. Yeah, Rick, thanks for calling Thank in. Thank you. Good luck, guys. Thanks. Yes. You're welcome. All right. Our Ohio caller is back on. I do Ken- have their Ken- name and their phone number saved and documented now. Kentucky Kentucky Dale. Yeah, but I'm going to skip past it because we have uh, a known caller in after them. So we'll, if, the, if the prankster wants to hang out for a while, we'll entertain it after this. But... We got Zach Hoheisel on the line, live on the podcast. Zach, how you been, buddy? Doing good. How are you? Good. It's been a while since we've heard from you on here, but uh, you're out of Wisconsin. Yeah. How's it been going, bud? Good. Opening day was uh, successful, to say the least. Awesome. Tell tell the listeners about it, man. Tell us what we got. Yeah, well, I've had, it's, I've had a super crazy year just with, uh, Eric knows this, but I pretty much my job pretty much is to film hunts for a living. So I get to hunt 
I mean, more than anyone I know, which is awesome. But unfortunately, I don't get that's more in the waterfall in the upland world. So I don't, my deer hunting time is extremely limited. Um, and on, you know, during bow season, on my first and only bow archery set, I killed a pretty nice 10 pointer. Yeah. And I didn't get to go hunting in between at all. So I was really looking forward to opening day deer season because that's been on the calendar since, you know, last opener. And once again, I was lucky enough opening day. It was kind of a cluster how it went down right at first light. Uh, two doe came out behind me. They worked their way behind my stand and then they sat out in front of the field in front of me for a while. And uh, that was right at first light. So I never got to film a opening interview and I was reaching forward to spin my camera around to film an opening interview. And I heard something and standing 10 yards behind me um, was a decent 10 pointer. I looked out of the corner of my eye and I knew he had me dead to rights in my stand. So um, I couldn't turn to look at him. We had a giant 10 pointer on trail camera and out of the corner of my eye, I thought it was him. And as I went to grab my gun, he started running away and, I had like a split second where I stopped them to make a decision whether, you know, am I going to shoot or not? And I took the shot and he dropped and I had a, a nice 10 pointer down by, it wasn't the one that I thought it was, but it was still a great, you know, respectable deer had him down by, I don't know. I think he was gutted and hanging on the buck pole by eight o'clock. Nice. Wow. What a morning. Good for you, man. Yes. It, it was, uh, it was great. So in, in two sets, I was able to, <laughs> accomplish what i needed to as far as venison and good for and you man for that's a uh, total efficiency <laughs> making yeah. the most of your time something yeah. i have not done this It'll year. be hard to top that <laughs> next year man Congrats. yeah it's been it's been a, a a great year i mean i haven't got to when you got a bow hunt all that much or i was gonna say you got a super picturesque deer camp cabin too like i see your photos and that's what I picture the quintessence of deer camp Derek's too. Like it just looks mm-hmm. cozy AF up there. Like I was talking about drinking the oh, burn by a yeah. fire in a, in a cabin. Like I feel like I need to come and hang out with you up there one of these days and just kick you oh, out and kick my feet it's, back. It's my favorite place in the world. And that's what uh, this year I was really excited to hunt. Cause we had some really nice bucks on camera and all that. Um, and don't get me wrong. Like I love, I love deer hunting, whether it's with a gun or a bow, but normally what gun season is for me is just going up to that place and hanging out with the crew. And, um, it is, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a cozy little cabin and it, it's beautiful. It is pretty rustic. We have our, gen, our electricity is generator powered and we got propane, propane lights. We don't have any running water. So we have, you know, gravity fed jugs and stuff, but, um, it works for us and it's heated by the fireplace and super cozy, super comfortable. And we all, we all have a great time up there. Yeah, sweet. Awesome. The thermostat in there, just another log on the fire. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, man. Yep. Well, cool. Congrats, bud. And thanks for the call. We got a few more that piled in here. So I don't know. People are excited to talk about gun deer camp, apparently, which is great. Love to hear about it. Yes. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Congrats on a great season, Congrats, buddy. man. Thank you. So our prankster dropped off, but I'm a little nervous because we have another Ohio number. <laughs> This is a different name. So, but the name on the caller ID is different than the auto screen. I'm a little. Well, you're live on the podcast. Who do we got? Hey, man, this is Mr. Johnson. How's it going, y'all? Good. What do you, what do you call in? What do you got a story to share? First time caller? Yeah, I just can't get me nothing killed, but I've been taking out some youth hunters and we've been having some good luck. But I saw the darndest thing the other day 
we were out here. I got I got one killed and it was about 140, and I put a 12 year old on him. Came out at about 15 yards. I mean, that was that was just a spectacular hunt. Um, but then the next day, we took another kid out to a different farm, and there's one target buck that I was trying to put him on. Uh, he never killed nothing before. I didn't want to give him anything too big, but I'll tell you what: Am I allowed to cuss here on the show? You can cuss. Yeah, yeah. Let her rip. Well, I saw the darndest thing. This freaking raccoon hopped out, and he just mounted this possum, and, I mean, just started absolutely wearing its ass out, man. <laughs> I just never seen it. the darndest thing I ever saw in my whole entire life. Dang boy, he's asking what's going on. I'm telling them they're wrestling and all. I mean, that raccoon what gets you going. What, it, what would you call their baby? I, what I, would... I, I can almost swear I heard that possum sitting there moaning. And <laughs> I, just, I just couldn't make nothing of it. The darndest thing I ever saw in my life. Did you tell that kid's parents? No, I, I, I didn't. To be honest with you, I told him we saw some saw some Nat Geo type stuff, but I just <laughs> left it at that. Told him we got a little PG thirteen What what would you do? Have you ever seen anything like that? I'd figure what I'd name the baby. <laughs> yeah, what What's would you name? Now? What would you name the baby? Rack possum. I don't know. No, that's I don't know, work. but I saw me a beef coon one time. That's why you don't turn the lights on, buddy. Ball, I'll tell you what, it had rings all the way around it. I mean, it was swimming in the water, but it also could climb trees. It's the darndest thing I ever saw. And slap a tail. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, man. What's the wildest thing y'all ever seen deer hunting? I don't know. I don't know. What's the wildest thing I've seen deer hunting? I'm trying to think. I had a coyote like run across my legs once, just about, and then I was sitting on the ground. I was like, whoa. You're not a deer. He's like, you're not supposed to be here. Cool. I saw a naked guy in a jacuzzi once from my tree stand. <laughs> yeah, my son at a buddy's place. Did he, have, did he have a lot of back hair? That's, oh, yeah. Because that's there's an wild. older guy. No, they put me down on this bottom stand, and they're like, you know, just watch out. 810, there's usually some good action down there. And I'm hunting down there, and all of a sudden, I hear a door crack open about 8 o'clock. And there's a house up on the hill, real nice house, patio. And a guy comes out in a bathrobe and he's looking around. I'm like, oh, God, I hope he doesn't mess this up. The action is supposed to start at 8 10. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty quick, that bathrobe hit the deck and old Johnny was letting her fly on the deck and stretching out. And he got it in that hot tub. And I was like, you sons of bitches. <laughs> They're like, did you see him? And I was like, I sure did. <laughs> The time my cousin played oh, a prank on me in Florida. Oh, that was not man. fun. That's awesome. What about you, Greg? I got nothing that compares to any of that. Oh, geez. No, man. All right, Johnson. Thanks for the call, man. Hey, man. Y'all have a good evening. Keep you season. All Take right. Care, yeah. Take See care. <laughs> Pretty sure his real name's Devin. Don't care. It was awesome. But we'll take it. <laughs> Both of those. He's really working great. hard for the youth hunters of America. I thought he was telling me he was killing the youth. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> put, hunting, put him on a one. I'm hunting these youth. I was like, hunting with them or hunting, hunting them. Okay. Is there? I think. I think that's. It's hard to know what's happening on my screen here, guys. Like I'm struggling. <laughs> <laughs> we went to. Me and my buddy went to Key West. This is not a hunting story. <laughs> I was going to say, I didn't know story. that there was you there. My cousin's driving us around in her car. This is that. Here's this. This is the Duval Street. Bob, best food, best drinks, smallest bar, all that stuff, right? Got to go here. Got to do that. Got to go to this bar. That's where all the girls go. There's like a Thursday night special on drinks. Go there. If that's what you're trying to do down here. Should be a fun time. Sloppy Joe's. There's like, there's like, you know, nude bars on the rooftops and shit. Don't recommend it because it's not what you'd think. It's usually an old guy in his robe taking his pants off. And you're like, to jump in the jacuzzi at there, 8 10. Done that. So we go to this 8 10 a.m. and 8 10 p.m. Buddy, There's two showings a day. Oh, God. But it's bedtime shortly after. <laughs> yes. My cousin's like, go to this bar. So Mike and I are like, cool, we're going to go to that bar. 
We're going to definitely go to that bar because she said this is a good one. She would know. She's from here. She didn't steer us wrong. I wouldn't think of this cousin playing a prank on us. Everybody's a little gay down there. We go to the bar. <laughs> we order the drinks. We go beeline right to the bar. Get the drinks. We pour the drinks. We got the drinks. We, we're good to go. What are they called? Banana hammocks? We turn around and we're starting to like survey the area. My two buddy, banana hammocks, please? It's funny. Mike's like, dude, bro, God, and I was like, what the fuck's going on in here, man? That's a huge bitch. <laughs> There's a drag bar. Oh, yeah. There's a bunch of dudes dressed as women. And I was like, well, good thing that you can have open intoxicants on the street. Let's take the string to go out of here. Like, it was. <laughs> so they weren't cute enough? So I, I, no, apparently not. <laughs> my cousin, I'm like, what's with that freaking bar? She's like, I got you good. I remember she said, you know, I was yeah. like, what the hell? Got you good. Get on her. That's yeah. awesome. That's Shit. awesome. Never forget that. And we'll literally never forget that. David Norosky, Derek, congrats on the buck, Greg, congrats on the dough. Derek, congrats on your your dad and his buck, David Norakowski, who's like the man. Thanks, David. Yes, David. Yeah. Great guy. Yep. Great guy. Good stuff. How do you call in Chris Mickle? I'll put the number on the screen. Pranks are giving us a run for our money tonight. Uh, where do I where do I put the number on the screen? Here it is. Put the put Dude, the they're entertaining. Well, uh, yeah, these ones are contextually safe. There's some that get out of hand real quick, and it, you just never know. Like Rick Ram- called in. I was like, "Was Rick a prankster?" I don't know yet. I can't tell. Well, once one, I mean, the first call, then you're always yeah, like, you'll, hey, you'll, "I'm nervous about all of them. A little gun shy today. What's yeah. about? I'm that? like just hovering over the drop call button. Like, <laughs> come on, don't don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, oh goodness, holy crap, holy Derek or Jesus, Greg, your story. Let's hear it. Well, I shot a doe. The end. No, that's what you think. One hell of a storyteller. Uh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. This is the most powerful storyteller in all podcast land. And he's like, Matt, I don't know. Being all bashful. Yeah, yeah. And meanwhile, we're getting text up. Just throwing. They're in the they're in the cattails, five hundred yards. I can see the movement, but I. And then, like four minutes later, another update. They're playing Marco Polo in the cat too. Cat and mouse. <laughs> word. Cat and mouse game. Jimmy Tommy came out, but Jimmy Johnny stayed back in the marsh. <laughs> Come on, unload the story, I'm, I'm, Chief. I'm on my tippy toes. Now I'm not. <laughs> Opening morning was like you know got out there just as got up the tree and light was coming up or sun was coming up and I could see deer out in that pit cornfield this is what i wanted the sun is coming are up. you right pick, on the pick, pick like on the pick, edge of it i'm, or you I'm about i'm in a little bit so i'm probably about 30 yards from the edge of the but cat you didn't see most of it yeah i'm in the cattails okay. but i can see most because i got one big willow tree that i can get up and see over the top of that stuff and deer are out there one was chasing a couple around so i assumed it had to be a buck and it's coming closer and i'm i'm looking at my watch and it's four minutes to opening and it's still coming this way it's two minutes to opening and he stopped in the middle and he's looking around it's one minute to opening and now he's moving again yeah i'll pull the scope up it doesn't look very big and looked and sure enough it wasn't it was a little basket rack six or eight pointer i'm not sure yeah i'm not gonna shoot him he went into the neighbors and no nobody shot at him so that's good yeah, you, you have a good idea of the deer in that area. so like, Yeah, because I run yeah. a couple cameras, and I know who's in there. And there were a couple of nice deer, and then they just disappeared. Um, There's a pretty good pack of coyotes in the area, too, and they did a number. They, they got six or more deer off the neighbor's side. And oh, shit. I found one in the cattails when I was wandering around that the deer or the coyotes got. So they've uh, 
they've been hitting that herd pretty hard, which is fine because there was a lot of them there last year. You know, there were a lot between, of deer. Yeah, there were between 40 and 50 a deer that hit that field every night. Hence the reason I got some permission. So they wanted me back again and I hunted. And, well, you did damn good work last year. Yeah, you laid I'm, down three does overnight morning. Yeah, certainly. So it, I, I had high hopes to see a lot of deer and I didn't see the numbers, but there was still some deer there. Um, that buck moved off and I could hear deer moving through the cattails behind me and I could hear grunting and chasing and crashing around. But, you know, from a tree standpoint of view, it doesn't look like it's very tall. You get down on ground level, I'm six foot tall and I'm looking at it. That stuff's three foot taller than me. And all you can see is like, you can hear him grunt and you can hear him pinballing around. And all of a sudden you see stuff moving, but it's like moving and it's gone, you know? And they just kept on moving. And there's trails that crisscross all over in the in there. And I was on set up on one of the heaviest trails off the edge of that willow tree. And there were a few little rubs along the way on any trees that could be rubbed. They were. But this doe was on a kamikaze mission. Came right down the edge. On the, she knew what she was doing. Yeah, well, I'm just going to go walk over What's by this that tree. big orange blob What's up there? there? I got to go check that out. And came and she looked my direction twice and just put her head down and kept walking <laughs> okay i mean if you get gonna, get chased by this buck or go past this hunter if you if you he's stop. missed me twice with his bow so far this year <laughs> that was a sinister laugh <laughs> if you stop in that little opening right there i might yep you did it sorry Click. yeah <laughs> safety off yeah yeah um Right through the neck and well, down. Did you shoot the nozzle rounds? Yeah, I shot. Were you BZO'd in with the nozzlers? Yeah, I so I zeroed in at, at two hundred because I have the ability to shoot two hundred plus out at that place. Oh, you sighted in out there? I no, I sighted in at Milford. Okay, which is only a hundred yards, but I put so it. You sighted in after you got the rounds. Yeah, yeah, you had yeah. time on you had time on your side that I, I had not. A, I had about <laughs> one hour of time, and I made the use of Good it. Good job. Yeah. So I ran out there, shot him, got him dialed into about an inch and a half high at, at 100, dead center, good enough. That'll get me to 200. There's a ballistics chart on the box. You just use it. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of nice. Know, every ammo puts it on there. Nosler yep. does a great job of putting the information right on there mm -hmm. amongst a few other ammo companies. So, and they're just factory rounds, you know, using a partition bullet. Partition bullet's an old old bullet that's been around for a long time. Great for heavy-skinned animals, you know, so elk. Yeah, you shoot 185 grains? 180 grains out of that 380. 300. Yeah, out of a 300-win mag. So, so nine yards in the neck. She didn't stand a whole lot of chance. No, no. <laughs> Got you in the no. neck. <laughs> yeah, pretty much it was, uh, I heard two kicks and it was all over. Yeah, It was done. Good, that's good. Nice, easy drag. Yeah, you know, forty yards out of the cattails, and then uh, up over uh, up over a dike and across a creek and into a, a field. <laughs> to Grandma's house we go. To Grandma's house, <laughs> to the Silverado we go. And up the hill to the cattails and the Grandma's house we go. Yep. All right. Yeah. Herb is bringing my accent out. <laughs> so, Don't you know? But and then Sunday, uh, you know, the deer were playing cat and mouse in the in the cattail, as I was explaining in our group text, and. The mice were winning. None of them came through within distance of me shooting them. I saw three of them way out there. You know, it's probably a 400-yard poke, and I'm not going to poke and hope with a that's rifle a, across that's that. A, that is, that's pretty funny. Because if you dump one in the cattails, 
it's That's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. You're never finding it. With it's not frozen too. I mean, yeah. You think about how do you find that spot 400 yards away? That's You're not a sea of cattails. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you got to pick a waypoint. There's you got to be hoping that there's some trees <laughs> out there, and there, the yeah. trees. You know, you walk three feet one way or four feet the next. You're never, you're never going to find that waypoint again. It's very difficult. So it's one of those things you got to use your head a little bit and show some self control, and not shoot. You just, yeah, yeah. We gotta take your hand off the foregrip and scratch that finger. <laughs> take it off the gun and That's scratch the finger. Finger. Yep. Scratch it through the pocket. Yeah. <laughs> I got real trigger happy for a second there. I was like. <laughs> I'm just like loving the racking of the 30 out six bolt action. You want to tell me that there's not a better feeling? I like shooting my boat. Don't get me wrong, but you want to freaking blast around if at a deer, rack around if another deer in your sights? Holy shit! All right, Jake, you're live on the podcast. Where are you calling from? What do you got? Hey boys, that's going. Uh, I'm from Greenleaf, Wisconsin. Derek knows me. He uh, fixed my 12 pointer last year. Ooh. Hey, I saw you got another one this year, didn't you? Yeah, and fortunately, I don't need you to fix it. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey uh, congrats, buddy. That's a positive thing. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I uh, we had a pretty good opening weekend. The wife uh, shot one opening day. Uh, turned out a six pointer. She thought it was an eight pointer, but didn't have any brows. Um, took the kid out in the afternoon on opening day. didn't see, didn't see a damn thing. And, uh, I think the opening night we had, uh, a wind change from that South wind to that North wind. So I went over to a different piece that we have just basically a big old dead swamp. Uh, this year it's actually pretty dry in there. It's like the first year that I could walk through the whole thing with knee highs without, uh, without getting wet. And uh, I, I actually got a picture back in October of that buck that I killed. Uh, it was the only buck that I had on camera this year that I, you know, really considered shooting. And it was the only picture I got. It was, uh, I think, October 28th. And then I went in there November 13th with the bow. Ended up spotting him with a uh, doe. He was locked down on her. Uh, he was getting pestered by like five little basket racks and he was, unfortunately he was on the neighbors. So I couldn't, uh, I couldn't pull a Derek and put the spot, uh, stock on him. You didn't want but, to put uh, your socks on and not onto the neighbors. <laughs> neighbors don't let you come on there <laughs> yeah. with only socks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kids watch me get my so There's nothing day. I could do. Uh, he wasn't, he wasn't coming off that dough. Uh, she actually ended up getting up and taking them even further away from me. Uh, then I had to work the next couple of days. I was off opening weekend and went in there Sunday morning, uh, back in the same stand that I, I actually just hung that stand a couple of days before I went in there for, with the bow. And yeah, I think it was maybe seven thirty or so. I, uh, just got caught a glimpse of something out of the corner of my eye. And there he was standing there looking at me. Uh, well, I shouldn't maybe not at me, but in my direction, about 100 yards away, still on the neighbors. But unfortunately, he was, or fortunately, he was only like about five yards on the neighbors. And he actually came uh, on our side and gave me a little window and dropped him in his tracks. Heck Sweet. yeah. Oh, rock on. <laughs> was he by himself that morning? 
Yeah, all by himself. I don't, I don't know what made him stand up. There was a, a little fork that came through. So I don't know if that, you know, got him curious of something. But and I, he, I'm assuming he was bedded right where, right where I spotted him because I didn't, I would have heard him. It was dead calm that morning. Uh, but yeah, he was all by himself. And uh, I don't know if uh, if you can show him the pictures, Derek. But uh, that right side is kind of messed up. And when we caped him out, we actually found that his back leg was broken at one point. Oh really? It wow. must have healed back, and it it healed kind of goofy. So I don't know if that's what caused the, the yeah. weird right side. Um, but when I, when I seen him walking, he was, he looked like a little hitch in his step. So I don't know if he was just one of those bucks that, you know, stayed in that core area because he was injured or whatnot, because I've never seen the buck before until this year. Wow. And, uh, you know, the chances of seeing him in October and then, him staying in there until gun season is kind of slim in my area. So I, I think he just didn't want to go too far. Yeah. If you have some more pictures of that, you want to shoot me a message like on messenger or something and send some over. I'd love to take a closer look at that. And then I do have one question for you. Uh, you mentioned that like uh, real dry conditions in your, in the swamp on your property. Just curious. Yeah. How did that affect like bucks? You know what I mean? Like some years, some spots are real good when it's wet. Some spots are better when it's dry. Like, what did that do for your property? Was it better because it was dry? Or well, are you saying, like, that was the only buck is always worse? Well, so this, I would say there's one, two, three. There's four different parcels in this woods, you know, four different owners. We own the 17 acres that butt up to the road. And actually, on the other side of the road is a, how would you call it, like a clay pigeon uh, place they do like pheasant hunts and okay. stuff like that it's like 400 acres and nobody deer hunts on it they're not allowed it's so it's kind of like a sanctuary but unless there's something completely on the east side of the parcel that we have is food wise they it it kind of varies year by year whether or not you're going to get good deer movement through there but the 17 acres that we own is the wettest part of the woods i used to have permission on the middle 21 acres, but we lost that this year. And that, that part has like a little knob in it. That's, you know, maybe a couple feet of elevation uh, change where it's dry and they definitely bed in there. At least the does do. Uh, but I would say that I, I definitely noticed more bucks bedding on little high points in the swamp this year just because of how dry it was. Gotcha. I was just curious. That's kind of nice to have the, the, the wetter part of the property because I feel like that's probably where they're going to spend more, most of their time. Yeah. Gives you yeah, a gap if you it, can get them coming out of it. It is nice. It's, it, to it's tough when it comes to hanging a tree stand. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually, the first time I hung the stand, I hung it on the field edge, just making a rookie mistake because I had this, you know, nice fresh scrape line out on the field edge, but it was November. I should have known better. Like they're not going to hit that during daylight in November, you should be in the middle of the timber. So I actually ended up moving it further into the timber, but all the trees are dead. And, you know, I was talking to Casey, you know, Derek, you know, and I was like, how do, how do you pick a, a tree to hang in when they're dead? You know? And he's like, well, if the wind hasn't blown them over. I don't think it's going it. to 
tip over from you sitting in it. Right. I feel like I hang in more dead trees than live ones. I was hanging in a rotting <laughs> the tree tonight. Like, the bar, you're, you're like, you're not supposed to put your kid in the car seat with their coat on because like the coat doesn't hold them tightly and they could fling out of it. Like I'm wrapping my, my uh, tether onto this bark. I'm like, this doesn't seem safe. Because it's not on the uh, tree, exactly. it's like loose. I'm like, this could fall out. My climbing sticks were ripping bark <laughs> yes. off tonight as yeah. I went up. You guys both said, you're like, that's rotten, Derek. I'm like, yep. Yeah, that tree was dead AF is sure what I, is. I responded with. It looks sketchy as shit. I was actually going to use that for a Black Friday deal. Like, our deals aren't as sketchy as this tree is. <laughs> Climb on in. <laughs> well, hey, man, congrats on another beautiful buck, yeah. dude. That's a good streak you got. Yeah, congrats. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate yeah, it. thanks, boy. Yeah. Talk to you later, man. All right. See ya. Bye. I figure I probably should mention, by the way, we do have uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, BFCM, as it's called in the D2C world, going live tomorrow morning on our website. Greg's over here checking freaking cell cam videos. Like, he's, he's That's not a cell cam video. That's a, a soaker cam that I pulled. Oh, what? A soaker? Oh, he pulled it. I assume because you're checking it here. Maybe it's a cell cam sending a notification. But anyway. You know who that is. This is the other one. You can't do this to people watching the show right now. They're going to want to see it. No. 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 You can't show no. them. But I'm just saying. All they need to know is there's a buck that they can't know about. <laughs> <laughs> this is the buck? You like this buck? Ooh. He doesn't not like this buck. If you don't like that buck, you don't have a pulse. Look at I mean, him. He's saying yes, Greg. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, he's got to <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yes. Are you going to shop the OKS Hunter Black Friday sale? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Bucky the bull over yeah. here says yes. <laughs> turn that into a gift. <laughs> when the buck wants you to shoot him. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. going to make that thing so popular you're never going to see it. <laughs> he's done a pretty good job of making himself a ghost all year. So he really has. Is that the last? That's the most yeah. recent. Yeah, because it was a pretty good span. You got to get the spotlight this, out, Greg. And this is this <laughs> called Dale. <laughs> called Dale and his and his twelve-year-old youth. Dale hunter. will make quick work of that. Oh, spotlight shit. and the twenty gauge. The trees are mostly ash. ash. Yeah, they are. You get a, a a few poplar trees too that die. That you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was hunting what day was when a storm i was texting you guys when that storm was coming through i could hear the lightning in the in the distance of the thunder and i was like oh yeah this tree could blow over or like am i gonna be in a tree when lightning is striking like that could be a problem seems bad yeah. i was like i'm not getting down lightning. <laughs> i was like i'm not i'm not getting down lights i come here uh, you would you would have really liked my setup on opening day of gun season i went in and i knew that spot i wanted to hunt so the whole clear cut is up on the high ground. It's all the hardwood. Clear yeah. cut. So it's pretty steep hill down to the lower areas. Well, I wanted to see that lower area where I took the video because there's a bunch of buck sign coming through the lower mm-hmm. area up there. I wanted to see that, but I also wanted to be able to see the clear cut. So I brought five, you cake and eat I brought five steaks, five That's sticks shit. with eighters. So you brought and the three, the you brought the three latitudes with the two Lone Wolf custom gear double wides, both with eighters on them. Yep. All three latitudes have the rope aiders. Have aiders. I put the first one well above my head, so the bottom of the rung was about my head height. And then I put Jeez, the, the, high the platform you, another 17 inches above my top. I was way up, but I was like eye level with the, with clear the crest. Cut. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I still, but I, 
there was branches. There was so a whole bunch came, of trees. It wasn't going to come out of the high end. So like you weren't going to get busted up there. No, he, he came out of the low stuff. And the, the tricky part was like the low stuff's where all the rubs were, right? Yeah. They're coming out of there. There's three pine trees, three evergreens, spruces, whatever, like 20 yards from me. He came from the other side of there, the spike buck. So mm. I can hear him coming. And I'm like, it's coming right to the scrape. You know what I mean? It's yeah. one deer. I can tell by how he's walking. It's a buck because it's like multiple steps. He's always walk a little step, walk a little step. So like, my heart's beating out of my chest. I'm like, and then he pops up. Off. I'm like, it's a freaking doe. That's a spike, damn it! It's a spike. <laughs> Got you good. It comes right under me. It's sniffing the, my little aiders on the tree, <laughs> rubbing his little head on uh-huh. there. Comes up. He's like eye level with me. I was like, should I spit on his back? <laughs> <laughs> I spit on you. Oh, come we're, to my family on this day of my first deer hunt and this is the news you bring me yeah shoot for that anyway my name is Indigo Mandoya. <laughs> <laughs> boom <laughs> thought you were safe not so much not around me it wouldn't have been that's uh, that deer i could have thrown over my shoulders oh, yeah. probably yeah. greg could have been catching some deers this season riding their backs Fucking yeah, I had, had a few. T-shirt. I had a few. Oh yeah, I did. So, okay, I do want to say the the deals. We we, we got yeah, yeah, say the deals. There's not. It's not like like we're not like a real company. You know, we're just trying to figure some stuff out. We're, we're also right. not a pretend company. Though. No, <laughs> <laughs> we're we're half-assing it most of the time. When we can <laughs> finally whole-ass it, then we'll let you know. Why can't I see the deal? Can you go to the site on your phone? OKSHunter.com. Let's take a look at deal? it. It'll say right at the top of the screen, but I'm not seeing it on the computer. I just. I want to make sure I get it right. It's my own website. It says. Oh, hey, fun story for you with your kids. And I don't know if they'll want to do this. If you bring them out, but I shot that doe with the bow a couple yeah. days before oh, yeah, gun season. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Gus, dad, did you find it already? I'm like, well, I did, but you got to come help me get it out. He's like, cool. Can I, did you take the heart out? I was like, <laughs> oh, no. Shit. He's like, can, when you gut it, can I look at the heart? And I was like, yeah. He's like, I just. I'm very interested in a deer heart. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So then he wanted it. I had like rubber, like the plastic gloves in my back. He's yeah. like, can I hold it? And I was like, this is borderline weird, but sure. I was like, I remember being a kid, like poking the guts and wanting yeah. to know this. But he's like, this is so cool. <laughs> That's how Dane would be. And I'd be a little worried about it. Like, am I raising a murderer? Or what's happening here? Just curious. Could be a future heart surgeon. You never yeah. know. Yeah, maybe. He was like, oh, that's Maybe the, uh, anatomy is really fun for him. Look, it's aorta. the aorta. It's the left aorta. Anterior aorta. <laughs> Get 20% off site-wide. <laughs> I love that he has to read it off site. <laughs> no, it's your damn site. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm blacked out half the day. I don't know what's going on. I have so much shit going on. I don't remember anything. You got to talk to Tyler. Yeah. And get a $25 gift card for free when you spend $100 or more from twenty November 23rd to the 29th. So if you want to selfishly buy yourself something, and if you can get to the $100 threshold, you can gift somebody else the 25 bucks, the gift card. And we have coffee now, which the Swamp Donkey stuff really did get things moving, which is what we guarantee it'll do. And I'm not talking about the deer in the woods. I'm not talking about the Swamp Donkey. <laughs> that saved my ass, actually. You want to save your hunt, poop before you go to the woods, drink Swamp Donkey. That a good ad right there. Did that's actually that's actually true because I didn't poop before I went to the woods Sunday. That's the problem, and I regret it. <laughs> <laughs> I immediately regret this decision of not drinking the thickest coffee I could find. All right, we got one more call, and then we got to get the hell out of here. Uh, we got Nick. You're live on the podcast. What do you got for us, bud? What's up, boys? How we doing? What's going on. Cheers. 
Cheers, cheers. I'm at a bar in uh, Townsend, Wisconsin. Townsend! Townsend. What's hey. the bar? What's the bar? What is it? Where do you at? Olive Pit? Uh, Old Town Hall? Little Tipsies. Little, Little Tipsies! tipsies. <laughs> yeah, right on 32. Nice, man. You guys have any luck up yep, there? Yep. Uh, got a big dough on Monday. Big dough on Monday. Congrats, dude. A big Good one, for a you. big eater dough. There you go. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was looking for some meat, so perfect. I'll, uh, at the I'll bar or in the woods. The picture of the blood trail. <laughs> I'm just messing around. <laughs> you got a good blood trail on her. Sorry, I'm interrupting the story to make terrible jokes. Yeah, not a big deal. Not a big deal. Yeah, the blood trail was unreal, man. I've never seen a blood blood trail like that. I blew open the sternum more or less, and she just bled out for 30, 40 yards. What were you shooting? You could see it in the- and uh, 270, bolt action. Bolt nice. action, man. Sexy. It's the bolt action. It gets me fired up. Hell yeah. Did you guys, did you guys have any luck? I, I missed the beginning of your show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Greg we got did. a dough. I got a, uh, a basket eight, and my dad got a dough, and a couple. one of the other guys in our group got two dough. So nice. Uh, my buddy Clay good. passed up some dough and then regretted that hardcore later in the day and drank himself to a stupor. And <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah, we had some luck. Yeah, my dad got a, a what would have been an eight pointer, had a busted tie up in Townsend, right by you. All right. Nice. Hell nice. yeah. Well, good. Glad we had some luck this year, boys. Yes, yes sir. Yeah. Get Cheers. A, get to that. Order, order a beer for us, man. Cheers. Thanks for calling in. Absolutely. Absolutely, guys. Play some bar dice. Get the, get the shake of the day going. I'll give you a dollar. <laughs> I, just want, I just want some money in Carter. You know, before we came here. Oh, so. there you go. Hey, there you go. Now you got to get in the woods it's tomorrow. A good week. It's a good week. It's a good week. Oh, yeah. You're going to have to stop it. Are you up all week? Uh, we're leaving tomorrow. Okay. I'm like Huberta. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Gotcha. Tomorrow. Gotcha. I was going to say, you got to stop in at the, uh, you know, the Sunset Bar and Grill on the reservoir. Yep. 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 We, um, we, we stay at, uh, you know, Wentz. Yep. Wentz Sandbar. Yep. That's where we've been staying the last like six years. So. The sandbar, very nice. Yeah, if you stop in the sunset later tonight, if you see a gentleman named Mikey, he shot a big, beautiful buck on the Na- Nicolay National Forest up there in Townsend. Tell him congrats. Yeah, that's that's where I'm hunting. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I used to hunt. When I was Go young. get him, buddy. Oh, yeah. Go get him in the morning. Don't have too many beers. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> All right, boys. I just wanted to call and say hey. And thanks. I'm happy you guys had some success this year as well. Yes. Well, congrats on the dough. Congrats on you, the man. dough. Thank you. All right, boys. We'll talk to you later. Yep. Have See a good you. one. So we stop at this uh, little diner on the way out of Prairie Duchene every year uh, called uh, Fredericks in Fenimore. Did you stop there with the well, Yeah. There? Yeah. That's where we saw the the major hoarder card from hell. Like, Oh, no. Oh, one of those. Oh, yeah. Full of rappers and books and books. Was, yeah. Fen- was it in Fenimore? It was in Fenimore. Yeah. Remember? Because that thing, we're like, how is that thing still on tires? Like, <laughs> I you see through the window. Yeah. Like, you couldn't see through any of the windows. There was so much crap in it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they, but got, anyway. they got a good. But yeah, the breakfast was good. All breakfast. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing right home up, but definitely worth the stop it's on the way out. Yeah. Beats, you're out of the uh, you're hungry. Eating Little Debbie's in the morning. Yeah, it's nice to get a good plate of bacon and hash browns all crispied up real nice with some eggs. So everyone's got their spots, sounds like. And that that that's all part of it too, I think. You know. Yeah. I don't know, man. I had some moments up in Deer Camp this year in the woods. It was it hit me pretty good. I felt so so much so that I felt compelled to write an article. So I I put that on paper. I don't think I got it all on paper, but I tried my best and essentially 
Clayton is he's gonna he wants to bring his boy with him next year. One of his boys. Cool. He got two boys and a daughter. Old two boys and then a daughter. Unlike me, I got daughter oldest and then two boys younger. He's like the inverse. And um, I'm like, man, we're graduating to the next stage of deer camp. We're gonna it's we're gonna different. have a kid here next year, mm-hmm. and it won't be long until I'm assuming some of my kids might want to explore yep. deer camp and see what it's like and test the waters. And I'm standing by this waterfall in this creek and i was like this is where i killed my literal first buck ever and i've been coming to these to these woods for like 14 15 years now and uh that's super freaking special so much of my life has changed in so many significant ways i've had my that is the one constant it's constant and the wood change the woods change too and like this tree is now not there or like stuff like that but they're there the woods are still there the deer are still doing the same type of stuff every year the water's still flowing down that creek. There's still the same stuff. The memories still live there. And it's like, man, I'm getting sentimental. It's like super freaking important. Yeah, that is. Mm-hmm. It absolutely is. And uh, so I went to the pine spot where I killed the, the buck this year. And I mostly just sit there because it's therapeutic. I love the tall you pines. You have a special connection. The smell, the soft ground. It's very the, soft. Like you can't hear a dog, no. a deer walking on that stuff because it's so bedded with pine needles. Years it. and years of. The wind, the wind blowing needles. through the pines. The owls live in that area, so you can hear them crystal clear. And deer move through it. It's, it's whatever. But like I, I'm at that point, I'm sitting there. I'm like, I've been sitting. I feel like I have to sit that spot because it's important to me to to ground myself. And I don't mean ground in some hippy dippy, take my fucking shoes off kind of way. I mean like. I sat in this spot. He takes his pants off 50, and he sits bare ass. Yeah, I do. Well, that was that ago. jalapeno, cream yeah. cheese, canned yeah. venison. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry for diminishing. Should I did your find moment. some toilet paper back in the area. I wasn't trying to diminish your But moment. no, it's, it's, but we did. so you're, you're going up north to your cat, like cabins are that. Certain slices of woods are that. It's the literal tree is that. I don't want to say it because I don't want to believe it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I have reason to believe that we are getting old in the fact yeah. that like we're reflecting in a different way. Because I'm thinking we're graduating. I, it helped me be we're reflecting. You're graduating like, yeah, like like that was a huge Another, moment. Like to go back to this hallowed ground that's like the special place, yep. which is super cool. This year for me was total like like dad shot this buck. I brought him out there as a spot he'd never been. It's he a shot table it. I was like, Dad, I'll gut it for you. You know, he's got deer for me before. Yep. I'll drag it for you, you know? And it was just like, man, it was just like a moment of like, the tides have like turned a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like my dad's getting a little older. He's a little, it's harder walking. His back's been bad. And it's like, he told me, he's like, I can't, but the he's like, I can't the do same, this. He's right? like, I couldn't do this. If yeah. it was just me, he's like, I couldn't. Yeah. So that's very special. And it was like a moment where I was like, holy shit. Like times have changed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It really has. Like what you have in your head of something is like, it's not, it's all changed a little bit. Yep. It's, not in a bad way, not no. for better, not for worse. No, but it caused it me to changes. think of the future. I'm like, changes. so So 15 years has gone by in the blink of an eye, and these woods have been the same. That's the constant, is Greg. This is what's grounding me a little bit. Mm-hmm. And suddenly I had this thought of like, 15 more years is going to be another blink of an eye, but I'm going to be at a different spectrum at that point. Totally different. And like, that's 30 years of stories that will live in this geographic long, longitude and latitude in the state of Wisconsin, pending I don't move to some other state or do some shit, I don't know. But that's wild. It's wild. So it, it really grounded me in the present. And so I, I did a better job of like, no phone at the card table tonight. 
I'm going to listen to what you're talking about. I'm going to hear your stories. I'm going to listen to you joke with my other buddy over there. I'm soaking this in. And so I don't know if it's an age thing or what's happened, but I was like, it's important to soak it in because it, it's fleeting. The weekend's done. It's gone over. It happened mm-hmm. like that. So I cherish every part for of it. so long. And, and part of the part over. that I love the most is getting there, meeting everybody up there on the stretch of road. And we all go and do our things. Well, this is the spot. No, that's the spot. I'm going to do this this year. And I'm going to do that this year. And we're going to do the same thing. 362 days away. Bring beers out there. Mike and I, Joel's hanging a set. Mike and I are cracking beers in the woods on the Scout and Snoop and Poop Friday. Like that, that's one of my favorite, favorite activities is just being out there and like revitalizing all of it and like, let's go, baby. This Getting is excited. It's always the excitement, right? The anticipation, the anticipation is what it's all about. Yep. The shit talking. I'm going to be out by nine in the morning tomorrow, guys. So I'm going to tag a deer. You all, y'all. Like everyone's just talking shit. <laughs> like, so I don't know. Deer camp's very, very special. I hope you guys like this episode. Uh, I did. I don't know. I love, <laughs> I, this is all, even this, this, the, even the, the progression of the pod. We, Derek, you were in here. Uh, your first episode as a, like a co host, formerly ish, or whatever the f- this all is, was when we had just drywall hung yep. in a cement floor in here. Greg came along. We we're in the bedroom. My son's my, my son has that room now. His old fucking carpet and nasty, weird shit. You're coming upstairs to my like. <laughs> there's the master bedroom where I sleep. That's and awkward. I can, I can think back to the first time you were you on guys the invited me times. on the podcast yeah. when I lived up in Coleman. I was pacing around the house. We just put the kids <laughs> back. I was so nervous. Like Jesus Christ, <laughs> fucking podcast. I'm pacing. Ashley's like, sit down. You're making me nervous. I'm like, I'm so nervous. Oh, yeah. I, I listen. I shared that with you guys like a couple weeks ago. I was like going through YouTube archives. I'm like, "There's Derek, the first debut. <laughs> there it is." Yep. You know, Shit, that was a while ago. So yours yeah, is even longer. <laughs> so it's cool to have a camera guy there document some of this. It's cool that we do this podcast. Like our kids can listen to this. Like I, you know what I mean. Like you're, we're existing here and we're leaving an imprint that's going to last longer than us, which is just weird and wild. So why do you do it? I don't know. I love all of it. That's why. All of it. Well, you don't butcher your own deer. You take it to the, you're not a real hunter. Are you fucking kidding me? Let's talk about that. Let's not. Let's end the podcast. See you guys. Have a good night. Shoot straight. Kill a deer. <laughs>